0: There is a podcast about an island in the North Atlantic where people have been looking for an incredible treasure for more than 200 years.
1: Hello, and welcome back to
0: Could It Be? An Oak Island podcast.
1: We are your hosts, Deidre and Dustin White. Hey. Hey. How are you? You know, sliding in here by the seat of our pants.
0: Hey, we're here. We're here to talk about uh, Season 10, Episode 3. Yes. Bubbling over. Bubble, bubble. Bubble, bubble. Yeah, so uh, how's your week been?
1: I don't know, Dustin. How's the week been, besides pure chaos?
0: Uh, I've had a rough week. Uh, This episode might, who knows, but it might be cut short because I had a medical emergency to... uh, Twice. Yeah, to... Yeah. I, uh, I had a bloody nose that wouldn't stop for like hours and hours and then it got into my eyeball and.
1: Okay. Let's, was, let's back this up. It, it, it was, started on Friday. No, he Thursday. Wake, Thursday. Thursday. He yeah. wakes me up. Yeah. He's got blood literally gushing out of his nose and he's freaking out. And I was like, okay, nose, <laughs> have him sit down. And then if we fast forward a bit, get him downstairs and it starts pouring out of his mouth by the way, if you're squeamish, you might want (laughs) to get forward like a couple minutes, uh, because yeah, that's a thing. And then he's like yelling "Call 911. So I pick up the phone, I'm calling 911. Great response time, by the way, guys, Um, if any of them would be listening Mm -hmm. to this anyways, that was early in the morning. And his heart rate and but particularly his blood pressure was high. uh, When they were here, we finally got it to stop after, you know, a couple hours. And then
0: what? Then what? He seems
1: to be doing better. <laughs> Everything's fine. I think I can leave the guy alone, right? <laughs> and then the next day happens and he's like, "I'm going to try to blow my nose gently." And I hope it was gently. <laughs> it was again, because it was very nerve-wracking. Very gentle. He calls me. I'm on the other side of town, and he's like, "Oh, nosebleed. You know, can you come on?" And of course, so I'm like throwing myself in my bag from the library and then i'm talking to him on the phone trying to get him to sit down calm down <laughs> and you know because it's it is pouring this is not a regular nosebleed okay because no, no. i would have just been like Dustin's a wimp this is a regular nosebleed and then he tells me oh my gosh i can't see it's coming out of my eye yep <laughs> as i'm like on the highway headed home i'm get off the phone with him to call the ambulance. Mm -hmm. And they take him off via cart. What do you, the stretcher out of the house. And I'm like calling my mom to get there to take care of the kids as I'm trying to get there to take care of the husband. Whose blood pressure is through the roof again. You keep leaving that part off of your online post. How high his blood pressure is.
0: Okay, okay. When we were at the hospital, it was... It was only uh, 217 over 124.
1: Oh, is that it? (laughs) That was just one of the uh, readings that was over 200. When he first got there, it was like 190 over whatever. And then it was two that and then 219. And then still they let us go when his blood pressure was still at 209.
0: They were pretty full at the emergency they, room. To be fair, they were very um, full. But hey, I went to the doctor today. My blood pressure was much lower.
1: You went to a doctor today. You went to his ear, nose, and throat doctor.
0: Yeah, they uh, they cauterized up my nose again. And like, they did that at the hospital too. But I have to blow my nose so bad. And I'm not supposed to. And that kind of sucks. So that might be why this is not. Uh, full length regular podcast. We'll see what we can do. Like you're going to hear me sniffling the whole time and it's not going to be fun.
1: So yeah, I've been just to warning you figure out the audio already. My, my,
0: if you're, if you're curious, my blood pressure this morning was 120 over 85, which is a much better uh, level. So, and if you're you curious,
1: he has been prescribed oh high blood gosh. pressure <laughs> meds in the past and he has consistently been running high
0: but we're we're fixing it now but
1: we're fixing it now so there you go all right I, I can't let you get away without people <laughs> knowing the whole story that it wasn't just a nosebleed that it was yeah. like spraying out of your face
0: because your blood pressure oh my gosh it it was so bad you guys <laughs> it, you uh, agnes in the chat said it was like a, a horror movie yes it yes. was actually like a horror movie. yes
1: the last two days have been like yeah. a horror movie dustin has two doctor's appointments today he's checked sorry uh, this week, he's checked one off his list. He has one more to go. The same day, I get to go see the orthopedic surgeon. Yeah, so
0: Deidre's still not doing We're that. We're right a train
1: there. wreck. Okay.
0: Well, Gretchen Cornwall, uh, 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 <laughs> she, commented. she commented on my Facebook post and said that we need uh, someone to keep. We need, a
1: keeper, we need in a keeper. And I said, it. her words have never been spoken because seriously, we. We're both
0: a train wreck. We're, we we're a couple are a a disaster, wrecks. it turns All right, out. Well, why don't we talk about Oak Island so mm-hmm. we can get through it. And, you know, okay, this is, fine. This is a, a fun episode. And you
1: mean people don't want. Five minutes that they've already got of our disaster.
0: Yeah, let's let's move on from it. Thanks Carry for, on. Thanks for everybody's concern, by the yes. way. Uh, I felt the love. Very appreciate, uh, appreciative of it all. And um, yeah, uh, we do have Oak Island Trivia coming up here in about uh, two hours and 45 minutes. So. But who's
1: counting? Yeah,
0: so make sure you're here for that. All right. Uh, you want to start at the beginning of the episode of The Money Pit, or you want to uh, see, uh, check on uh, Matt or Matt. Who's Matt?
1: I don't know, Gary
0: and Jack. <laughs> I don't know how I got Matt out of Yeah,
1: that. I don't know because it would be
0: like Dr. Matt Lookman. He's Matt. What
1: about Maddie Blake?
0: Maddie Blake. He's Matt. <laughs> and, and, First uh, Matt
1: and second Matt.
0: <laughs> yeah, any, anywho, anywho, um, you, we can talk about metal detecting or money pit. What you, Where was
1: our meat and potatoes? Let's see here. So we had a Gemologist,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: not a geologist, uh, who talked about that. The, which I would allude, go on with the metal detect. Let's yeah. do the money pit. Okay, let's get that
0: let's, done. That sounds fine. All right. So at the very beginning of the episode, Alex arrived to the money pit and is greeted by Charles, Terry, Stephen, Paul. First, Paul. First, Paul. Paul. Paul one. Paul the first. Yeah. Paul one. Um, Stephen. <laughs> I thought Sweat- the Paul. And the Paul one. How, how is that funny who's that funny to besides you oh me because i'm funny <laughs> okay fun all right um yeah so steve explains that they're currently working on borehole a5n-13.5 what do you think about that borehole? i think it's
1: dumb i think there's one shortly above it that's like 15.5 dash and dash 12 niner walkie-talkie i'm like what what is with all the extra dashes first off and why? And Why do some not have dashes? Like this one is just A5N dash. Why is it not A5 dash and 13 dash six two?
0: No idea. All right. And the, <laughs> the water testing pointed to that area. So that's why they're interested in A5N dash 13.5. Mm-hmm. uh terry he says that they're searching for tunnels in this area related to the garden shaft we hear a lot about the garden shaft in this episode
1: formerly known as shaft 12
0: i guess i don't know i don't recall
1: it's a 10 by 10 shaft that to be remind everybody the shaft came before the garden
0: mm-hmm. that is all yes many years yes many many many, many decades before Alright, so we do have a, a flashback of finding the tunnel in this area two weeks ago. Uh, there was a side interview where Marty says that they don't know what the Garden Shaft is, and I'm thinking to myself, bro, you guys have had it like on your radar for years, but they just like, eh, there's nothing there. <laughs> like, I, what is like, up with that? <laughs>
1: if Henski points to it, like in season five where a lot of really wonder, it's like the second best season, because this one's going to be the first best, mm-hmm. it he's like here it's right there and they're preserving it but they just assumed i don't know i feel like if it's there that intact why wouldn't you
0: do something they're doing something now so
1: i guess when it's right in your face you think it can't be
0: that easy yep I guess so because they they literally took maddie blake down into that pit like what like three or four years ago and they're like hey look at this this is cool but this is nothing maddie don't worry about
1: it yeah don't worry maddie (laughs) we weren't going to show you anything good when in reality they've already showed him something good
0: and so (sighs) it's so bizarre how bizarre how bizarre how bizarre bizarre. um yeah anyway then uh, we kind of go away from the money pit but we do come back and we have rick marty and craig arriving at the money pit to check on the progress uh, with Terry and Charles. Mm-hmm. Good old Terry and Charles, the dynamic duo. The
1: dynamic duo. Charles has always got his pinpointer out there.
0: Of course. Uh, so they're currently looking at a uh, choice sausage on the table. It's between the uh, the depth of 48 to 55 feet, uh, because it would have been up to 58 feet, I guess, but the bottom dropped out, and there was a void. <gasps> a void? Marty said, oh, baby. Like, he was stoked for the void. So... If Marty's happy, I'm
1: happy, everybody's
0: happy. Yeah. If Marty's happy. Yeah. Uh, the next casing uh, is to a depth of 85 feet, which is, you know, that's like 30 feet further down. Um, and a big, giant casing came out, and they uh, and it took like four or five guys to yeah. put it onto the table. And Terry said <laughs> he called it an anaconda.
1: That's kind of what it looked like. Yeah. Like it really did take. It it looked like that. It looked like a large plastic anaconda snake. Yeah. It's weird because sometimes they'll get ones that are just like, bitty, bitty bitty snakes. (laughs) This was not the case.
0: No, they're all about Python, you know, good 10 feet. I can't say I'm
1: well versed in the world of pythons, but yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. So uh, Marty, he asks how many feet from the 30 foot section were missing in um, at first, I put the kid from Choice, but I've, I I've remember his name, Colton, from the Choice. The
1: kid from Choice. Yeah.
0: You're messed up. said about 10 feet was missing. Mm-hmm. Hey, he just dug into that the first episode. I, I was, I, I still. You're still, I still bitter, still even like though it.
1: they've also told you he's been there. Okay. You just, you didn't notice.
0: Okay. Um, yeah, Steve joins Terry and crew at the operating table.
1: Yep, maybe he's got some answers for us.
0: Well, he did have some information, but mm-hmm. uh, Marty also decided he wanted to get a water sample from this hole, and so well, that makes sense. Yeah, and so they they end up doing that. But Steve's uh chimed in and said uh, he thinks that there may be connectivity between this anomaly and the pocket of air they found last year in borehole AB 13. And we you remember that? Back. Yeah. yeah, this one was, like, spurting up like a geyser.
1: Oh, yeah, and we all talked about how it could be, like, a pocket of trapped gas, mm-hmm. and then also that uh, that's when Marty went into his whole explanation about, like, he, you know, he had a marker and was drawing it out on the whiteboard about oh, the right. offset chamber, because he's a big proponent of that, yep. and this was he likes the idea of that being related to so if the garden shaft would be an entrance maybe not right to the treasure
0: but those pockets that perks marty up could it be it could yeah <clears throat> yeah so uh the camera shows paul Chapman and craig Tesser going off to collect some water samples at that point
1: water samples are the name of the game this year and last year yeah. right mm-hmm. so um that's kind of i mean it's not surprising except for the fact that we think that maybe they should have been doing water samples sooner yep as soon as we had a spooner
0: as soon as it's sooner as soon as we had a spooner that's pretty good
1: <laughs> so then we do have another round at the money pit they go away come back because y'all know the show uh we have terry Paul, and Steve and the choice sausage uh, that they're working on is from a 108 feet and it hits terry's operating table he's ready to dive in
0: plop it on there
1: yep terry says he needs to carve this turkey up
0: so that sounds like something terry would say it does i wonder how does he have time to come up with these things he probably built them up over a lifetime i do it all the time too i got the one-liners
1: yeah, you don't think
0: they're as funny as Terry's, but you build them up over a lifetime.
1: Uh, Steve says it looks pretty loose, so apparently that turkey is just gonna fall off the bone.
0: Yep, I guess so. Uh,
1: we have Mike Tedford who tells the guys to go over and look at the garden shaft. So he's noticing the activity. Yeah, he the bubbling and all that good stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. And so, yeah, there's bubbles coming up in the garden shaft. Steve and Paul, they go in and collect water samples. Why? Water samples is name of the game.
0: Getting to Dr. Spinner.
1: Yeah, and if there's gold still there, I mean, more data. The more data we get and record keeping we can do along the way, the better we've seen. What a lack of keeping good records and progress of work in the past has done for us especially in treasure hunting so this this is good
0: yep uh rick
1: craig and marty the big, arrive big three yep um and then craig calls the bubbling very odd
0: <laughs> i'm with you craig <laughs> it was really small bubbles too <laughs> it
1: was i mean so it was impressive that they caught it when they did um Rick says that this area in particular, probably more than any other in the past 10 years, this is probably the most interesting. So is that why the Women's Memorial was, Living Memorial was put around it?
0: It's so it's so bizarre that they <laughs> that they built something so big around it and then it's like.
1: Without really knowing, <laughs>
0: yeah. like,
1: because by their own admission, say they don't actually know much yeah. about this shaft.
0: They wrote it off yeah i wrote it off they must have got wood samples back a long time ago that said it wasn't that old but maybe it was you know from somebody else trying to get down there you know building on top of what was originally built well that's just
1: it and it makes sense to go down that shaft right Mm -hmm. if you can see that there's a framework that's still standing there Mm -hmm. after all this time then yeah
0: yeah um i see in the chat people are like you can stop if you want to people are really concerned about you
1: because i mean i was a little concerned there
0: for a second as you were holding it to your nose for a bit well it's 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 just that it's trying to leak a little bit like my nose is trying to leak and i'm trying not to sniff it up and make a loud noise and my eyes are watering (laughs) but um i'm feeling fine everybody thank you so much
1: overall okay and if something goes wrong you'll all be here to experience it with us and because i probably won't even think to end the broadcast as i'm hauling him out of the room <laughs> hopefully he doesn't like
0: fall down the stairs okay. and I end up okay okay calm down it's going to be fine down. let's get through this everything's okay, fine okay we're already hey.
1: done at the money pit yep
0: well i just want to say it's okay everything's fine peeps thanks for your concern love y'all all right all right so do we do oak island research center
1: yeah we might as well because that's where they
0: oh i I put the wrong thing here it's supposed to say Oak island interpretive center my bad yeah so it's interpretive center but right. it's what you call the lab the lab all right so Rick and Billy greet um renowned geologists uh,
1: that's gemologist you've
0: got what do I say geologist oh my bad <laughs> renowned ge- uh, gemologist uh Peter whew,
1: okay i was practicing earlier and i can't so this is peter g
0: no peter s S oh my gosh peters yes peter number two
1: so here's the thing when he showed up in his sunglasses Mm -hmm. and the way that guy walks like with the ultimate swag did you think part-time gemologist (laughs) part-time like 007, because I did. Yeah. He walks in <laughs> into the Interpretive Center. I even maybe took um, a screen recording of it for a GIF. A power but, walk? Yeah, because it was like, when you're a gemologist, but also 007. Because that he, he had his glasses, he like rips them off, and he puts his hand out there to greet Billy, and then he does his power walk in to meet Gary, and he's dressed in black. I mean, that's I just, it
0: stood out to me. That is all <laughs> fun. All right. Well, I, I took, I looked at him. I'm like, wow, that guy's rich. You see a car he's driving.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you walk like that, apparently, like he knows how to be rich, but he had quite the impressive resume working for De Beers and Tiffany and company and 40 a years bunch
0: of long time. Yeah. He knows what he's talking about. Yep. It it's a Smithsonian Institution. I'm like, wow, that guy's held the Hope Diamond. Probably yeah anywho um yeah so they're hoping that they can identify that uh peter number two can uh identify the gem found by gary and jack um on lot seven Mm -hmm.
1: all
0: right so they do meet um
1: gary's waiting for him yeah gary's
0: waiting for him because it was rick and billy outside right
1: right and gary you know he's excited about the newest bobby dazzler that he's found and peter's in walking in with his 40 years experience excited to tell him about it
0: oh yeah yep no he he was stoked and uh let me see i miss (laughs) him can you keep going
1: yes um gary explains to him that they've got an old head scratcher here an old head scratcher not a young one um but he believes it's old well i'd agree gary it's probably pretty old it looked old and encrusted to me uh gary hands over the the gemstone and peter immediately says interesting Mm. and gary says it's a good start it's a good start with interesting he'd agree it's definitely unique yeah
0: well the first thing that uh, strikes peter is that it's a ferris metal around the adornment Mm -hmm. uh peter says that he thinks oh where'd it go yeah peter says he thinks it was some kind of pin with the way that it was made, oh, but gosh. the material is glass, and glass uh, has been used as imitation of gemstones since Roman times. So that kind of bursts Gary's bubble a little bit.
1: But Roman, baby.
0: Well, the, I mean, just... he wants
1: it to be a gemstone, just like any of us.
0: Okay, but just because it, they've been doing it since Roman times didn't, doesn't mean that they didn't make this three, you know, three years ago. Well duh. The crowd, Okay.
1: I know, but. <laughs> that doesn't look like a three-year-old gem unless like scott buried it out there for gary to find and to mess with him because that seems like a thing Mm -hmm. that would happen um anyways gary's still excited but
0: yep uh let's see all right so uh yeah peter goes on to say that he's looked at Julie from all over the all over uh the world at all periods of human history and he's never seen a mountain like what jack and gary found and it's definitely not from the united states hooray well i wonder if it's from canada
1: well that's not the united states so it's allowed yeah (laughs) Uh,
0: gary says that what peter is telling them is absolutely bloody Bloody fantastic. fantastic
1: that's also going to be a clip on this on board every
0: time Mm, okay so they do look at it under an electron microscope peter shows him that uh you know he can confirm that's glass because there's a bubble Mm -hmm. in the um you know supposed gemstone and that doesn't happen in gemstones unless it's amber Mm -hmm. um peter says that this style of pin was common back in the early 1700s or earlier but the uh metal was a non-evolved metal and uh, peter tells us uh, uh or gary sorry uh, thinks that this uh is a fantastic imitation gemstone and gary applied uh I'm, I'm out of it can i, I you, don't even know where you <laughs> went where he's uh, like
1: making stuff up over here sorry guys.
0: my nose is being super tickled by like <laughs> stuff trying to get out of it and
1: for those uh, just joining dustin's had a week okay yeah uh it, it's it's been fun uh so we get a flashback to the other like glass gemstone that we got before when we went and talked to uh Charles
0: Luton brain There you go.
1: There you go cuz nothing you said was anything like what I just
0: said. I'm just spinning my wheels. Uh-huh.
1: And clotworthy wonders if the two brooches clotworthys asking questions. Yeah. Um uh, if whether or not the two brooches are related to this newly found cloak pin. Uh and what else is waiting to be unearthed? well i don't know it's early in the season i feel like gary must be digging up even more yeah
0: and then what i was trying to say is peter tells gary that this is a fantastic imitation gemstone and gary replied that he hopes to have him back and he'll have him on speed dial there
1: you go <laughs> yeah and he does a little shimmy with his shoulders but then you look i was like okay calm down <laughs> unless that's supposed to be a gold dance Okay, so we also had metal detecting on Lot 8 and then Lot 32.
0: Let's go Lot 32. Oh, 32 first, huh? Yeah, because it's not much Mm -hmm. to chat about. Just uh, they're doing a new LiDAR scan of the the island. So that's that's pretty cool. People have been asking for that for years, uh, you know, because they have done LiDAR in the past, right?
1: Yeah, so they've done LiDAR and then also the... So, like, you can go on to the government websites in Canada and pull the LiDAR that they have done all over Canada. So you can get that information, but I'm assuming it's gonna be a bit different when you're doing it specifically for yourself. And it wasn't a few years ago, it's right now. And yeah, so it's probably going to get some more detailed information because they're f- also flying it closer to the ground than what the
0: government's doing. There you go. Oakley doakley. More detail. More detail. So Jack kind of supervised that. So that was, uh, that was fun to see. Um, and I guess, I think next week we see some results from those, um,
1: yeah, here and just what tomorrow,
0: for us don't rub it into the our canadian listeners that they don't get to see it until next sunday that's mean you're mean Jeez.
1: wow okay so that is done by phoenix aerial productions
0: hmm. mm-hmm. yep so never heard of them maybe
1: the, it's time to do some googling well
0: they explain to jack that their equipment will be able to pick up hidden trails anomalies metal underneath the ground and what types of metal it is so i mean it's like okay i mean that's everything they need
1: right? Yeah. Um, and it'll be nice when they can compare that to the historic aerial image imaging and then you can lay it in with the different seismic tests that they've done and then the Muon technology and it's almost like being able to check your work.
0: Wow that's like uh, thing after thing after thing.
1: Yeah and cool. then of course all the old maps, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, uh, it, it's good stuff. I, I love it, love it, love it,
0: love it. Lot, lot eight. eight. Let's do it.
1: Okay, so Jack and Gary. Yeah. Return to lot eight.
0: Would you be Jack or uh, Gary's uh, lucky metal detector or lucky digger if he needed you?
1: Of course.
0: You're wearing his hat right now. I
1: am. And if well, I would say it's a requirement, but Jack wasn't wearing his hat, but Michael John does. They, and he's considered a lucky digger. That's
0: pretty cool. Yeah. Good guy. Yep. All right. So Gary and Jack, huh?
1: Yeah, they returned to Lot 8 to metal detect. And we all know Lot 8 and now Lot 7 have really produced some um, good finds.
0: Didn't he call them the giving lots?
1: Yes. Well,
0: I yeah, think so. Something like that.
1: Well, let's let them keep giving. So Jack digs the first target, uh, which is like two pieces of copper. what Yeah that are folded into like a tube shape they were likely one piece before Mm -hmm. um before they went into the ground they had something fibrous um and the copper is like really thin and jack thinks like parchment or Mm -hmm. like he's going straight to documents i'm thinking that's a little (laughs) small but okay
0: but
1: i'm thinking fibrous you have uh what do i want to call it jute or um, any type of that twine. Mm. And if you put copper around it in, at the time, it'd be a nice decorative piece that could be say like a bracelet mm. or something along those lines. I don't foresee it as something hefty enough to be holding sacred
0: documents. Are you sure? Because Clotworthy literally said a possible copper uh, parchment scroll
1: Okay, (laughs) Gary was holding in his hand the two pieces, and no, I'm I'm going with no on this one. I'm willing to bet no.
0: Yeah, well, uh, uh, we'll we'll find out hopefully more later. Uh, Gary says uh, it has an old feeling about it, Mm -hmm. and that the it the CT scan scanner will tell them more. So gotta love the CT scanner. Hopefully, we get some more of uh, uh the new fellowship member Emma
1: yeah get her
0: get her some more work looking at things like this mm-hmm. so there is a second target yes and jack digs it
1: uh gary likes the sound of it and he calls it sexy
0: he does <laughs> because, and that's something
1: because that sound that's
0: apparently a, that's this kind of sound that whispers in his ears <laughs> literally <laughs> all right so yeah they find a piece of metal that looks decorative that's
1: sexy
0: yes uh gary the sound was better than uh than uh what he found i suppose
1: uh gary suggests it could be a piece of bell metal like they found on lot four last year could be just because you know it's kind of got that rounded edge and it had a lot of detail to it it was Ooh. interesting at the very least
0: oh yeah So then we have another trip to the Oak Island Interpretive Center. Okay. A.K.A. The Lab. The Lab. Gary and Charles welcome numismatist Sandy Campbell back to Oak Island, who has uh, decades of experience that we're we're told analyzing rare and ancient coins.
1: Well, that's just the guy we need around here. That's right. Uh, Gary wants Sandy's analysis on the old rectangular piece of copper he and Jack found on Lot 7 during um the season premiere Mm -hmm. and wants to know if it's potentially a coin or a barter piece uh sandy 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 says the lack of markings indicate it's likely not a coin but could be a barter piece so i guess in its own way that would be a coin well yeah that's why coins were made yeah i
0: don't know you know uh it's it's weird because it doesn't have any markings whatsoever on it, but it's exactly four uh, grams. grams. So it was it was made to be an exact weight. Mm-hmm. But does that include the corrosion on it? Because that's got to weigh something too. Maybe it was actually a little bit. It under. was cleaned up though when he yeah, had
1: true. it. I mean, four grams is very precise, and um, so that stands out as far as like being a barter piece or or not mm-hmm. and also my other thought was okay it's rectangular it's sorry it's rectangular it's an exact size could it be like one of a much older uh, trade weight like we saw found in the swamp with that small amount if you were trading something of high value mm-hmm. in small amounts such as spices or yep. gold yep Maybe. Maybe. I don't see why not. Uh, Gary asks how old it is, and Sandy tells him it's at least 500 years.
0: It's pretty old. Whoa. That's a good number.
1: It, it is a good number. I mean, hello. more information is good information, puts it predating what we're looking for. Yeah. Charles says that his, his mind immediately yeah. goes to... The Portuguese, they were incredible seafarers that went all over the world. Portuguese, those guys—they come up a lot. Mm -hmm. I get a feeling we're going to be hearing a lot more about them this season.
0: I would guess so. Cool. So now we have a mini war room meeting, and it's not even really mini because the same amount of people as the final war room. Mm -hmm. But we had a war room meeting, not in the war room. Oh, recall yeah so we were at the oak island research center and in my in my notes i put in parentheses mini war room because there was literally seven people in here and they were sitting around you know discussing mm-hmm. what they would you know what you typically think they it would was do in kind York. of
1: a surprising scene if you will
0: yeah so rick marty craig doug scott gary and charles are there a lot Yeah. You know, rick says they need to uh find a different way to figure out what's happening happening underground on oak island and uh when he's saying that that's when uh charles and gary enter the room mm-hmm. and gary gives him the rundown mm-hmm. uh, after meeting with sandy campbell
1: yeah because he's excited to share right i mean that's great information from sandy and if the guys are next door why wouldn't you just go tell him what's up
0: basically <laughs> all right so uh doug um says that the the mixture of a potential uh trade piece or barter piece could be and it could be old as uh 500 BC, you know he's like looking up on a computer that kind of thing could have been f- from 500 BC through you know mm-hmm. uh 500 years ago so that's like that's a big huge range like almost two thousand years
1: yeah I took note of how beautiful uh Doug's monitor computer monitor was it's pretty for sweet, researching. Huh? I was quite jealous. I think I need one now.
0: Well, yours is about half the size.
1: (laughs) About half the size, not curved or anything cool like that. Yeah.
0: yeah. So he says that uh, he tells everybody it's either old or it's really old.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean,
0: that's a good place to be. Yeah. Um, So Marty says that's a really cool piece. It's concrete evidence of an ancient artifact on Oak Island. So we got that. Uh, Marty tells Jerry, Jerry, Gary and Charles that they're going to do something maybe romantic in a sense this year on Oak Island. And uh, Rick says to Charles, you're going to like it.
1: <laughs> uh, I guess
0: Charles needed some romance in his life.
1: <laughs> and Marty's happy to give it to him. Yeah, uh, And they turn it over to Doug to explain what the romance is.
0: Okay, what's the romance?
1: Uh, Doug says that there's a Canadian mining company named Dumas.
0: Dumas. Yeah, Doom. Okay. Dumas.
1: <laughs> Not like I've been saying it.
0: Not Dumas.
1: Dumas. 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 And they've been in con that they've been in contact with, and they believe that they can come in, open up, and repair the garden shaft for them. You know that one that was bubbling just a, a bit ago. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if charles likes that because if it leads to treasure and he's been trying to hide it
0: <laughs> i think he's trying to help him find it to i be do honest. Too.
1: but <laughs> everybody's got to tease him a little bit come on now yep. um in one of the little side interviews marty says that they're going to recrib the garden shaft for many reasons including the gold that's been present in the water and the air bubbles they don't know what the garden shaft is it's just mysterious and, and enigmatic
0: mm-hmm. it could
1: be the original location of the money pit that they've been staring at for a long time and said I just don't know what that is lost to previous searchers so it needs to be better understood I couldn't agree more
0: yeah Charles Charles says he's excited about this so you're wrong okay or do you think he's like playing mind games with him what because you said that Charles, I don't know if he's, really he's going to be happy. Be into this. He says he's really excited.
1: Maybe he's a great actor.
0: Is he, um, what, what's what's that? What's that? Frank? Reverse psychology? In re- reverse psychology. And he's like, no, you need to dig over here. <laughs> <laughs> See one. <laughs> All right. So Rick says that they gave them a, um, a wow. And with the barter piece, they gave him a wow back. And so everybody gets a wow together. And the telling prospects, um, are super duper cool yeah uh, doug says that they're willing to meet with uh to take the project forward uh doom doomus yes
1: yeah, no. so you said doom
0: doom yes. doomus yes. uh so uh marty says hey set up that meeting
1: yeah get it going i i get a feeling they've already uh, been put on the books so yep. let's rock and roll so we do have a war room in the war room yeah right so we have a war room rick marty craig doug steve scott and billy
0: yeah
1: yeah and rick asked craig's craig's craiger craiger uh what a, about the garden shaft has him interested and craig replied the water sample had gold in it duh <laughs> i mean come on dude <laughs> marty says yeah let's not forget about that
0: well, yeah of course that's i that's, mean that's the, that's the number one that's right. a target
1: that yeah that definitely that's a big deal
0: yeah so they um they turn on their monitors or the the projector or whatever yeah. and they had uh cameron carter vice president from dumas uh he thanks everybody for inviting his company to uh present their vision and um their means and methods for the Garden Shaft Rehabilitation Project.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Pretty cool. There,
1: and then Robert Clotworthy goes on to explain that the company is out of Timmins, Ontario, Canada. So out of Ontario, just like our friends from Eagle, Canada.
0: No, they're from Alberta.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. I thought they were from Ontario.
0: No, nope, Alberta. Was there
1: Alberta. someone
0: else? No. Nope. Oh. oh, there were people from New Brunswick.
1: Maybe that was it.
0: Yeah, I think uh, Irving Equipment Limited is from New Brunswick.
1: Maybe
0: ROC yeah. is from America. So
1: yep. Arizona. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Cameron introduces his team, including Tony Linton hmm. and his operational team. What?
0: Somebody said, "What are the circles between I, us?"
1: There, Dana <laughs> mentioned it That's too. Funny. This is there's a window in front of us and i didn't get the it's, curtain closed all the way so it's like boop, boop,
0: boop, boop, boop. that's think, the blind i think it has something to do with the some kind of solar eclipse coming soon i don't know
1: <laughs> yeah follow the light it leads you to treasure okay um right. carry on carry on okay so and the operational team and timmons and he's going to begin the presentation very precise presentation to the facts explains everything i just like say that was an excellent presentation he explains that there's an existing 10 by 10 wood shaft yep um to approximately 77.5 feet approximately Mm -hmm. that's pretty close to exact um feet in depth and their objective is to refurbish this shaft for further exploration along the length of that shaft. Cool. So they're going to expose uh, the collar of it, kind of the top part and build their foundation, which goes around it. And they will muck out the backfill from the existing floor of the shaft. So that's towards the bottom right at the 77 point, approximately 77.5 feet. Sure. Uh, tony says that their intention is to reline the shaft as it currently exists in order to preserve what is there and also to inject grout into the surrounding soils to slow any water infiltration into the shaft, which also would help stabilize the area, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Um, you didn't call him t- Tony number two, though. Had uh, you?
1: T- second Tony. Second Tony.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, hmm. I'm getting you
1: a new tissue. Uh, Cameron adds <laughs> that this is to ensure long-term stability of shaft, of the shaft excavation. Mm-hmm. And Marty simply says, brilliant.
0: Brilliant.
1: He
0: says it like that. Too. Okay. Well, Cameron says that uh, they'll continue to construct the manway section to make the shaft accessible again for personnel. Marty says, now wait a minute are we the fellowship members here are we uh going to be able to actually go underground into the shaft once it's complete and cameron says yep Yep.
1: so which is exciting right they're actually going to be able to travel underground which uh, any way that they want at any moment really you find something interesting here with a sign that says turn here 90 feet towards money pit towards the vault that's exciting
0: it's pretty pretty incredible pretty spot on if you no, it's, it's incredible uh-huh. I, I can guarantee you, like just seeing rick's reaction to all this he's been dying to do this his entire life
1: this is what they thought they could do a couple years in something like this yeah
0: well they, he wants to go underground in the money pit like he's been he's been dying to do it forever so i'm well, glad he gets to do it
1: you talked about a amusement park roller coaster with the giant hole. So, I mean, this is
0: Garden a different
1: staff. take on it. It's like a underground version.
0: Yeah, once they open the tours again, if they keep this, um, you know, open, they could have tours go down there, mm-hmm. and they could charge 500 bucks per person, and people would gladly pay it. Oh, yeah. I could go down 100 feet in the money pit.
1: Heck yeah. Right? I mean, I think about just like paying money to see the different underground tunnels and city in Seattle. Of course, it wasn't $500. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But like, also, let's think it's about Pirates
0: dude. of the Caribbean in Disneyland. Yeah, but that's not, and the Seattle thing. That isn't Oakland, too. Either, is it? No. So.
1: so it's exciting. Can't wait.
0: Yeah, I want to go. <laughs> Sign me up. I'll go down. <laughs> That'd be awesome uh yeah so where were we sorry can you go, can no you, i'm can you?
1: trying to figure out where we were because i was just on a well
0: one of the things you said it was a question that marty asked he mm-hmm. said uh let's say we hit something at 50 feet and we want to tunnel out from there would we be able to do that mm-hmm. and t- uh second tony uh replied to answer your question marty we could go in any direction at any elevation so that's that is so, so exciting. It's like
1: they're ants making their own little colony. Oh, well, do you see in the chat? Jan says, oh, Molemen.
0: Molemen. That's what this they are. This is their
1: superpower. Marty says, okay, that's great. Really cool, man.
0: <laughs> he <laughs> wants it. In. We're
1: all excited. Uh, Robert Clotworthy explains how Dumas will create a concrete platform around the garden shaft and then use a hammer grab. Uh, to the material to take materials out of the shaft and reconstruct with new waterproof wooden timbers down to a depth of 77 feet the believed depth of the shaft which makes sense yeah uh which i think because the hammer grab they were using when i was up there was definitely different and you know it was a lot smaller spoiler alert Oh, whatever. People have seen pictures. Okay. So this had to have been part of the operation that was going on at that time per my aligning of dates. Okay. Um, beside interview, Rick is excited about the potential opportunities with the garden shaft, uh, they can tunnel or expand the shaft. You can go even deeper with the shaft might need to do that. And to him, it's always about eyes and boots approach. And they have a legitimate, for the first time, eyes and boots approach to the money poot pit.
0: The money poot? Money poot, like <laughs> pooter. <laughs> don't, uh, don't say that. Your friend's going to get mad at you for, no for you making won't. fun of him. No, you not
1: He'll, he'll think it's funny okay. um it's uh, eyes and boots under the ground not just on the ground in this particular situation mm-hmm. marty asks from start to finish what's the estimated time for completion and cameron says that the for they're forecasting approximately 50 days in the whole rehabilitation work to get them to 77.5 feet marty says that's perfect he's thinking I got a, a few other things to do, so mm-hmm. that gives me 50 days to get that uh, done.
0: And they get to explore as they're going down, too. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty... That's gonna, It's going to be really exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm stoked for this um, tunneling operation. For pretty the cool. Mole Men? Heck yeah. Thanks, Jan. Mole Men. <laughs> All right, so Rick says that they've never been able to go underground in the Money Pit, and everyone that has ever worked on it uh, the 200 years before that's what they've been doing they've been going underground so Mm -hmm. that's uh like i said he is stoked he wants to do it he's been wanting to do it for 50 years right
1: um i mean they continue to talk about (sighs) the importance of going underground how it's going to give them a great understanding and how traces of gold being in the water there and being able to find the treasure. I mean, they just really mm. dive in to how dive in uh, to how excited they are about this. And they wrap up the presentation and Dumas says thank you.
0: The fellowship says thank you right back.
1: And peace out.
0: I th- yeah, so they're this is um, this is exactly what we needed to have happen on Oak Island do some tunneling at the money pit you know get down there see what you find
1: not all heroes wear capes
0: i mean some of them wear hard hats what's going to stop them from getting you know going down to 90 feet and then tunneling over to uh c1 or whatever like who the heck knows where this is going to lead
1: well if the ground completely collapses that'll stop them but no
0: not with or Not with what they're building with. It's way better materials than oh, they had yeah. back in 2000, or 2,200 years ago. <laughs> 2,000 years ago. Yeah. All right. So we're going to get wrapping up here. Uh, next time on the Curse of Oak Island. War Room with Rick,
1: Gary, Steve, and Peter, Peter. going,
0: Peter, first Peter. First Peter.
1: Uh, going over LiDAR data. Yeah. Yay. Hey, Love me fun. some data. Uh, we see marty in an excavator digging something very near to the water Mm -hmm. with rick looking on (laughs) thank you rick for supervising Mm -hmm. uh gary finds something with his pinpoint metal detector laird says it looks like a handle (laughs) and jack asks for a treasure chest Gary says, ooh, that's fantastic. You know, last time they found something they thought was a handle. <laughs> what was it? It looked like a petrified piece of poop.
0: <laughs> Turd. Turd. <laughs> All right. I can't get your mind out of the gutter. That's where I that's where I would be with that. I don't they, uh, they expect better of you. Not of I me. don't
1: know that they do. Okay.
0: All right. So we see uh, Dumas. Yes. Yeah, they're prepping the area near the garden shaft. Rick says that they're going to be there's going to be some answers at the bottom of that shaft. So they're jumping into this immediately. Mm-hmm. That's awesome because you know, like uh, past seasons, they like do all this build up, build up, build up for weeks and weeks of getting to the point where they're going to put cans down in the money pit. Man, this is like week four. This is oh, insane.
1: Wait, you mean? Like the uh, muon technology and the fact that we don't have those results yet, like that build up.
0: No, but that that that's something to look forward to after they dig this shaft. So.
1: I know, I know, but like we like a lot of people thought we'd get it sooner in the season last year, and we still don't have it. So this is like it's the true. opposite of that. We thought we'd see it towards the end, and they're like, "Boom, baby!" They're like, "Let's do Here it." Here you go.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll see, right? Uh huh. All right, so other work being done in the Money Pit area sees Terry Matheson say that they've uh, clipped the edge of a beam. And Rick says that this might be completely unknown. Maybe. Yeah. Mm. Not Uh, anymore. Yeah, then I think, um, so Marty says at 70 feet, it almost has to be an offset chamber. But you'd think he was
1: really partial to
0: that he's really into that mm-hmm. so there's a war room uh brief like flash on the screen mm-hmm. blink and you'll miss it uh where we see some wood samples and we hear craig tester say that the results came back to pre-searcher time periods and the wood was shown and there was like actually like uh you know data well what are the when they bag it and tag it and mm-hmm. they write on the bag it said lot 18 money pit d17 70 feet to 71 and a half feet T Matheson Oak Ten underscore sample underscore O dot. dot hey, there's more there, but the yeah, word is covering it's the up. N-
1: number on the yeah. So it came out of the money pit in D seventeen, which lies on lot eighteen within. Yep. Hey, the
0: don't, money pit. don't leave yet. There's uh, you know, we're gonna have uh, I need Deidre to pick uh a trivia question. Oh, that's right. And we're gonna do that here in just a second. Um, so. Yeah, sorry. So people are saying, oh, thanks so much. Bye in the chat. Um, All right. So that's the end of the episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, That was a lot of fun. Yes. Thanks for uh, recapping it with me. Yeah,
1: you're welcome. And we will
0: will be back uh, to recap episode four next week, Mm -hmm. a week from uh, today. That'll be on Monday at noon Eastern. uh, Sorry, noon Pacific, three Eastern.
1: Same bat time, same bat channel. Yep.
0: And we have Oak Island Trivia today at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern. And no oak island trivia next week it's going to be every other week starting now so we're doing it today we're not doing it next monday we'll do it the following monday Mm -hmm. savvy 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 Savvy. all right i need you to pick between one and ten uh this i'm going to read an oak island trivia question that we're going to use today on one of the okay during oak island trivia okay so pick between one and ten uh one is more toward the beginning of the episode ten is more toward the end of the episode so Let's see what you got. Two. No, that's a bad one. No.
1: Two for the number of times paramedics were at our house
0: this this (laughs) week. Okay. We could do two. Oh, we're going to. All right. So I I actually touched on this earlier in the the episode. Did Um, you? I did. uh, But I didn't say what it was. Oh, by the way... um, I had seen some complaints about using colors too much as answers for trivia. And so I think last week's trivia, I did do one or two questions that had mentioned colors, but I'm not going to do it going forward because who knows? Someone might have like be colorblind. colorblind. And I never even considered that. So my bad. So thank you for enlightening. Yeah. So like going forward after today, there won't be any. Um, I mean, especially. I mean, you're colorblind. Yeah, well, I because, like, last week, I'm like, what color handle was the yeah. was the trowel? What color shirt did such and such have? What color chair did Gretchen Wilson... Uh, Wilson, Gretchen huh? Wilson. Who's that? Is she is a she's singer? a country singer. Gretchen Cornwall. Sit, sit in, yeah. All right, so, uh, question two mm-hmm. for Oak Island Trivia. Actually, this will be question 12, because... Yes, I know what you mean. Yeah, uh, but it is, what make was the car that geologist Peter shanirila peter s peter s arrives to in uh arrives to oak island Inn. gosh i
1: are you gonna say what he is
0: all right hold on what make was the car that geologist peter s arrived to oak island in was it one gmc two jeep three bmw or was it four toyota And so those will be your choices. One of them's right. The other three wrong. And if you want to go back and watch the episode again, you can uh, pick up on what kind of car uh, he was driving on. Then you can get an answer right for the trivia today. And that'll help you to get one step closer to winning a Golden Gnome. So we're going to have Oak Island Trivia at 3 o'clock. Hope to see you here. Anything else?
1: I don't think so.
0: Uh, Find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash podcast.
1: Uh, same thing on instagram.com slash oak island podcast we're on twitter at oak island pod also on youtube youtube at oak island podcast if you want to email us oak island podcast at
0: gmail.com yeah, and then if you wanted to support us because you love us um and you love what we do we you love the service mm-hmm. um and it helps pay for, like, prizes for trivia and stuff yeah. um, and shipping and whatnot. You could go to patreon.com slash oakislandpodcast, and you can support us monthly with a, a monetary, um, you know, however much you want to throw at us. Two bucks, great. One buck, three bucks, ten bucks. We love you. All right. So thanks, everybody. And um if you want to hear more about uh, my fiasco this week, come to Trivia. I'm sure we'll talk about it a little bit. All right, is there <laughs> or just else?
1: come to Trivia, because you want to see your friends. <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody. Have a fabulous day, and we'll see you soon.
0: Bye. Until oh,
1: Until next time.
0: Could it be?